right, people, welcome back to the I'm Not That Polished podcast. My name is John, and I'm the person who's not polished, and I'm talking you through my unpolishedness. So um, first, I'm going to give a shout out and, and thank you to all the folks who, who have chimed in and listened to giving me some positive words and feedback. I appreciate it. Um, gave me the little premium gas that I, I need to continue going forward. Um, thank you for that. But um, I want to do something kind of kind of interesting, and so follow with me. Uh, I would love to uh, have these uh, episodes be almost chronological in the sense of so there'll be a thread line through, and but at the same time, kind of having some space where I can take or extrapolate something that I say in episode one or episode two or episode five, and have its own tangent conversation on. So bear with me as 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 that is the intention. But obviously, things could actually change because. A good portion of this also is that, you know, I, I want to use this almost as a uh, stream of consciousness type of uh, uh, vibe. You know, I have some talking points, but at the same time, you're getting thoughts because I'm not that polished at times. Um, but before I get too far into it, just want to give two shout outs. Um, first shout out is to uh, Ariel Sanders. Ariel Sanders is a Shaw Bear, Shaw University, shout out. Um, you've probably seen me in a, a various uh, array of colored beanies, these bad boys here. Uh, she's made a good portion of them. Right now, you can't see this obviously because it's monochrome, but this is my soft baby pink one. Um, and I, I, I'm always, these are the go-tos, uh, it's funny even. When we're in these pan this pandemic and we have to wear a mask, I still find myself being very recognizable because of the hat. And so it's kind of funny and a little scary at the same time. So maybe I need to kind of, kind of figure out, you know, give me a, a look from time to time. Um, uh, second shout out is to Joe Lawton. Um, Joe Lawton uh, is a native Detroiter. Uh, he is the one who actually made the I'm not that polished sweatshirt. So in the event when these bad boys start to be in high demand and you want one, I will be gauging and putting a poll out and we will go ahead and be ready to take those pre-orders. But don't worry, this is really premium, premium uh, sweatshirt, good material, feels good, all that jazz. It's breathable, so it's it's warm, it's it's warm enough to use in, in cold weather, but still breathable to wear right now because we're getting a, a nice, uh, fake spring right now in North Carolina. So it was like 69 degrees today or maybe might, might got up to 70, 71, I don't know. But um, yeah, either way, uh, shout out to those two uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, I'll make sure to tag them as I post them because again, uh, I'm all about being FUBU with it. Um, and I'm, this is something I also wanna do. I want to be able to highlight at least whoever, if there's some article of clothing that I'm wearing or some type of apparel uh, something that I'm using just to kind of give it, you know, the, the head tip, the head nod, it's free of charge. I'm, I've already, I've already purchased it. I just want to give you your flowers and let people know that there's options out here for you in that regard. So, um, there's that. Um, so where I wanted to go with today, uh, I know this is, like I said before, this is a chronological, um, journey that I kind of want to go through, but before I go too far into it, um, we got to ask the question. So it's, I want to call this the hero's journey, but more so in the sense of like, but who am I? Um, and I think it, we have to kind of take that step back um, to understand, you know, 
the at the core, uh, I, you know, obviously we all are impacted by the various things that happened earlier in our years, the formative years that kind of shaped and how uh, we, you know, live our life, see our life and see the world. So for me, I'm uh, born of two parents. Surprise, no, no immaculate conceptions here. Um, uh, but by the time I'm two, uh, I believe that uh, the actual relationship of them being together had ended. So that put my father back in Detroit. My mother, who's also from Detroit, um, was in Kansas City. And so I lived in Kansas City my first five years and then moved um, to Detroit. So uh, in between that time, I had uh, my father and I were we're good in the sense of like, I don't have any bad memory of my father per se. It's just that the consistency in which that he was in my life was, was a bit sparse. Uh, and that's just due to uh, my father's own demons, um, which, you know, I guess the ultimate, you know, those things catch up with you, 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 you live hard, you, you live hard, you live a certain way. Uh, unfortunately, your body can only sustain itself for so long. Uh, so in 96, he passes away of, of uh, lung cancer. And so, the interesting thing about that is that at that time, 96, I'm 12, you know, I'm like, oh my guy, this is when I need you the most. Like I'm starting to like, like the little ladies, middle school, how do I talk to them? You know, this type of thing, how do I tie a tie? Just the the, the nuanced things that you need from a man. Um, I kind of, I, I didn't get that from my biological father. I got it from uh, my godfather and godmother and then, you know, my mother was smart enough to put me around a whole bunch of people. So I'm, a, I'm definitely a true definition of a village child. So um, everybody can take credit, you know, sh should I, should I end up really doing something impactful in the world? And I, I, I become someone that's notable, you know, have some notoriety, those people can always come back and say, yeah, I knew he was always going to be good because I, I had a hand in that. So, uh, but no, it, it, I'm, I'm always and forever will always be indebted to those folks who had that impact. Um, but yeah, I, I look at it in the sense of, you know, we are, our life always happens to us in, in various stages. And so um, I thought the hero's journey would be appropriate um, because it, it, it makes me think uh, recently a, a book that uh, I, I participate in a book club and one of the books was Untethered Soul. Um, and early in the book, like chapter two, it, it just asked the reader, like, who are you? And so, you know, I'm, I start thinking, well, you know, I'm the, again, I, the, the same thing I kind of gave you all in the first one, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm a father, I'm a, I'm a son, I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a brother, I'm a friend, I'm a cousin, I'm, I'm this, and all those things that I, I claim to say that I am, no, nah, I'm not, I'm, I'm none of that, I'm what I am, I am, I, I again, this is, this is going to get super esoteric, but these are just one of the, the multiple things, oh, shout out, little Langston over here. He gave me the respect. Look at Langston growing up. I'm not gonna interrupt. I'll bring him on one day. But um, as I was saying, you know, all of those things uh, make these things that I'm experiencing, but it does, it's not me in that in that manner. And it's kind of like I'm like, oh yeah, wow. Like I am not all of these things because these things that you know we look at we use words to define things, but really that's only based on what we give credence to, so to speak. You know, it's like a wall is not a wall unless we say it's a wall. Um, so it's like, it's, and again, I'm gonna give you guys a fair warning. This is one of the multiple layers that I, I think that I do carry. So, but this is also one of the layers that I, 
I show the most often. So the esoteric, the, 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 the kind of introspective side that I throw out there often, don't worry, I'll, I'll give you some of the shits later, uh, I promise. Uh, but uh, I, I gotta get through this uh, because this is, I guess, been most uh, uh, in my purview right now, especially taking deep dives into Alan Watts and uh, various uh, books. It's just made me look at it from the perspective of, you know, what, you know, what, what is the meaning of certain things? Um, you know, you read a, a couple of different books, uh, the Hermetica, the Kabbalion, you know, Metternature. I, I got, a, I got a, a ton of a plethora of these things and they all, they all have this congruent understanding aspect that we are not really this, this that we're doing on our everyday. We, we've come to a social agreement to understand that these things are in the society as it is, but we're, we're not, you know, what we do or what we participate in. Because at the end of the day, my job, my job can decide to, to go in another direction and go straight AI. And then now what happens to me? They, you know, they thank me for my service and, and they, they send me on my way. Um, so, you know, you can't define yourself as the things that you do um, in that manner. So uh, I think it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a it's a it's a super high level esoteric perspective, but it, it I think that helps ground things when you when for me personally when I start to take things way too seriously, um, because I can get in that mode as I mentioned before in the in the other um, uh, pod the first pod I'm a Virgo and I'm a Virgo to all of the degrees and all of the not all but all of the stereotypes that you give a Virgo that's highly analytical in your head all that. I'm that, like I'm that. And so uh, having this perspective to understand that I can take this, it gives me the ability to take that 50,000 foot level and kind of see things from that view. So I don't get too far, too, too caught up in the weeds. Um, it's helpful uh, because again, it can, it can get rough at times. You're just looking at things in that manner. So, um, but at the same time, it also makes me, I don't know, it, it makes me feel like, um, I don't want to say not not feeling like I'm not living because I, I, I feel like I am. I'm living because I'm present in every moment. But then it, it makes me feel as if though maybe I'm missing something in some capacities because I don't have, there's only a few things that I really have like diehard passions for. Um, I am passionate about being in uh, my marriage, even though my marriage can, is, is slightly, not even slightly, it's very uncon uh, unconventional. Um, more on that, we'll get down there. I gotta hook you guys in for some capacity so you guys can keep coming back to find out more. Um, but, uh, and, and, and being a father, and I think that being a father is uh, the more, is, is not the most important thing to me, but it's, it's up there because those two things are up there, but it's because of those weren't the things that I naturally had. So again, I, I saw um, very healthy relationships with my grandparents on my father's side, my godparents. Um, so that was the thing that I, I, I want. I want that, I want that dynamic. And so, um, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily care to be uh, like ultra successful as it pertains to like making uh, a, a, an exorbitant amount of money. I mean, I would love to 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 pass down generational wealth, yes. But then the the idea of me having to work um, 
work to the bone to do it. Fuck no. Um, I just don't, I don't ascribe to that. I never ascribe to hustle culture. I never ascribe to the whole, you know, sleep is the cousin of death because, you know, what if this, you know, you, you read those stories where you see that people are, um, you see that, you know, you read those stories about people who are on their deathbed and they, you know, they, they ask them, Hey, what, what did you wish that you would have done? Like, I wish I would have done, I would have lived more. And so like, for me, yes, I want to live. And I understand that we live in a society that you need money uh, because that is the tool to use to live. But at the same time, are, are we living based on our own definitions or are we living based on the definitions that society says or the standard by which the society gives us to live? And that's, that's where I've started to realize and pivot. Um, you know, so it's, it's, I'm writing my own hero's journey. I'm rewriting it based on the journey that I thought that I was going to ascribe to go to. So my hero's journey is actually somewhat of a, a pivot from the hero's journey that I thought was predestined for me based on, um, you know, what I saw, like my, my grandfather and godfather are uberly um, educated. Um, I got into edu I got into higher education, worked in higher education, and it was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I started, I, what, especially being in the program that I worked in, it was, um, it's, it's the retention program was, had some political undertones to it. And, you know, it, it, it's in it's at that time, that program was bigger. The problems are far larger than what any institution can solve. It's a societal issue. So for me, it was like, oh, this, this is an easy chopping block one way on one way, but then it's it's an easy prop tool on the other ways. But so it's like, this don't really feel like y'all doing anything in that capacity. And I start mailing that shit in. I, I just didn't care anymore. I cared about the students, but I didn't I didn't care to be in that joint. I didn't. And so, uh, you know, I move off and, and I, I end up coming, going into marketing, which I, I'm currently doing now. And it's still the same thing. Cause you start looking at now that, you know, we are, being um, manipulated by our own, you know, psychological or, you know, physiological, uh, uh, not inadequacies, but we are, our, our physiological aspects of us as humans are being used against each other, used against us to make sure that we're on these set apps and these things. Obviously, we We've seen the various documentaries on uh, the social dilemma or anything like that, but I see it even a little bit deeper because I'm a marketer, so I understand what they're saying on these things. And so, um, but it's not inherently bad. Nothing is inherently bad or inherently good. It's just, can there be a better way of doing these things? And so like, I look at that in the same vein, well, you know, I understand the rules of society and how to, you know, how I have to navigate them, but I don't necessarily have to adhere to all of them because I, I can choose to participate one way or other. So um, to again, to kind of piggyback and, and pivot that back to the whole notion. Uh, yeah, I can, uh, do I want to leave generational wealth? Yes, absolutely. Do I want to make as much money as I can? Absolutely. But I'm not going to do it um, at the expense of missing a soccer game or a basketball game or, um going outside and playing catch um i remember one of the most impactful things that i ever remember that my dad and i did was actually going and um we went to roberto clemente recreation center um 
that southeast that's southwest Detroit. Um, so so any of my friends who uh, have known me, you know, a good portion of my life, they understand. They'll know exactly what it is. Mexitown. Um, one of the most impactful things we ever did was was we played twenty one. 21 and I was like maybe 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 like 10 11 but I, I remember it to this day I remember I remember the smell of the I remember the smell of the gym I remember the smell of the 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 the, the rubber because we played with a rubber ball like well, well I did the gym didn't have a regular but man that never yeah I just remember I remember all that and it was it's it's those moments that you don't get those back so it's um and I don't ever want to be in a position where um I miss, I'm trading time for money to give Langston something better, better than what I had, but I feel like I can give him that much more if I'm present. And so that's where I think my, my um, pushback from that hustle culture comes from. Not, and that's, that's just my personal thing, not necessarily saying it in the sense of like, you know, everybody who does culture, hustle culture is trash. Absolutely not. Um, I admire those folks who actually, are able to to do it. I, I I commend them, and but it's just you know you have to understand everything isn't for you, and you got to live with that and be cool with it. So, um, yeah, I think that it's um it's important for us to to kind of take that step and to take a pause and actually understand who's when we look at our own hero's journey. You know, whose journeys is it really? Is it is it the journey of yourself, or is it a journey that you're um you're following based on what you're supposed to do. So it's, there's the difference between freelance, you know, going to a tattoo artist and they freehand draw the art on you opposed to them getting the stencil. Both of them are, are effective, but, you know, I think the person who can freehand draw uh, has a little bit more care to the craftsmanship, in my opinion, not saying that the person who can't stencil can is, is does not care about their craftsmanship, but that person who can just look at it from this and say, "I'm not going to follow this this God. I can look at it and then I'm going to draw it on you and actually add something. Let me add this to this petal here. Obviously, I'm thinking about a fly, a, a tattoo that that has some type of botany or flower or whatever, but you know, that type of, that type of skill, there, there's, there's something to that. And it's the same for those who decide to, you know, beat to their own drum. Um, it's interesting, especially, you know, I'm, you know, for my immediate family, I'm the only one who went to, so I'm first generation college student, you know? Uh, so for me, it's, you know, you have these, there's certain expectations you, you have, uh, you have to succeed and you, you're pressured to not fail and your wiggle room to not fail is slight. And so it's like, and you feel the pressure to, to live up to these expectations, but that sometimes, you know, you may be like, nah, I'm not, I really don't want to do all this. And so like, I, I never forget my mother's face when I was like, nah, I'm actually, I'm not pursuing basketball anymore. Um, for those who didn't know, I, I played at Shaw. We were terrible, but there were, I did have a few opportunities to um, play overseas. I went to a, uh, MBL camp in Las Vegas in 2011 and performed really well. Um, um, I, I, I did a full facilitating interview, did some interviews, had, you know, made some great contacts with some coaches and things like that. But I think the business of basketball just beat my ass. I didn't want it anymore. It wasn't the same game that, you know, had, I had got that love for. And 
what happens, especially for me, and you know, I started making a little bit of money, just a little bit of money, and had a little bit of love life. But in terms of having a girlfriend, I just said, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm, I'm good. And like, but my mom was just like, yo, I, I no, I still, but my mom again, bless her heart. She's hyper, uh, not, not hyper in a bad way, but she's a, you know, strong, strong faith. And so she, you know, she still decreed and prayed to God that I was going to make the NBA, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want it anymore. I think I, I you know, the v- basketball was a fantastic vehicle for me. Um, but at a certain point, you start to realize the business, the things you're like, no, nah, I'm good. So that was me taking that time to edit this hero's journey that my mom had based on the expectation. Now, again, my mother sacrificed a lot to make sure I was able to, um, you know, make practices, AAU games and stuff like that. So I don't, I understand her perspective, but it's, you know, I got my degree out of it. So it's not like nothing was, I didn't get anything from it. So, you know, she didn't pay a dime for school. Um, And again, I'm a, I'm a five, nine kid from Detroit, you know, there are a dime a dozen five, nine guards in, in, in in the country that can play basketball. So clearly, you know, I, I had something that was able to allow me to to get my degree in that regard. And I, and I, I at one point I did have that conversation. I said, "Mom, we 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 got what we got out of it. You know, we 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 close everything out of basketball and basketball because you know I didn't never want to be that person who, you know, hung on to that dream too long and did not learn other skills that would allow me to you know uh, function in society. Because again, like I said before, there is a societal game that we have to play to to navigate first and then we have to decide whether or not we want to play to all the rules or not and so i i appreciate that time that i took to say no nah, i'm good so yeah i i just think that you know the hero's journey um and again i think again i've been really big on the hero's journey just because of my uh, my readings um i've been again exposed to alan watts uh alan watts is uh Oh gee, like I didn't realize he was talking. He was talking this this Zen and Buddhism in the fifties, um, but you know it was an interesting perspective finding out that Alan Watts had some influence on Joseph Campbell. And if anybody who knows me knows how I was talking about Joseph Campbell and the power of the myth from all twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, like that was I, I would say, hey, you want to watch something on Netflix? Watch that. And so because it was a it was a fantastic uh, docu series on you know, the uh, understanding mythology and the importance of it. Um, Joseph Campbell was a, I want to say, white dude who was raised Catholic. And then I believe he ends up pivoting and and, and understanding and going deep into Eastern philosophies and then even some indigenous uh, um, cultures in the in, in North America. Like he he had a vast knowledge of that. And even, even, you know, take it to, uh, take it to, to some of the, uh, um, the philosophies and teachings in, in, in continental Africa as well, because he, you know, he talked about how the goddess was systematically replaced. And, you know, he even talks about like how, you know, you know, the goddess or the feminine, so to speak, is the actual form bringer. That's a whole nother conversation that, you know, it's, it's hella remarkable when you think about it, you know, in today's terms, but um yeah just like so again like the hero's journey was is, is always been something that i'm always consciously like thinking about because i know it's like it plays itself in, in, in uh 
it plays itself in the background, like at what stage am I in certain hero's journey? So um, like even in this point right now, you know, I'm there, there's a hero's journey to everything that we do right now. I'm still in my early awareness stage of what type of uh, podcaster I want to be and like how vulnerable do I want to get? And so I, I think that with with time, I'll be able to figure that out, but I, I already have like an idea of like those set things. So um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of, you know, give you a quick um, follow-up. Uh, thank you for those who did take the time to listen. I, uh, Spotify, um, YouTube, and IGTV is gonna be the primary places where I place this. Um, so don't feel, uh, don't feel pressured to follow me on all of them. But if you do, thank you. But if you know, if you you know like uh, anything that you heard, you know, shoot me some love. Give me a like, a thumbs up, um, and comment. I, I'm big on the conversation. So if there's something that you know you want to further expound upon, you know, on the one on one, or if it's something that you want me to kind of like retouch on in terms of like. A continuation I can do that again I think that um, one thing about you know our current state being however however our situation is in terms of the social distancing and things of that manner um, connectivity is always going to be important and um, like I, I think I realized that over the past couple of days where um, just sitting there thinking about a couple of you know exchanges I have with some followers and it's like you don't know anyone's story until they really give it to you and so like I found you know, out some remarkable things about certain people. And I'm just like, damn, like we all definitely are, you know, we're all on our own journeys. And it's like, it's super dope to, you know, experience that with people. So, so yeah, that's a, oh, here comes Langston. So dinner's ready? Yes. Okay. So, all right, on that note, dinner's ready. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cut out. Y'all have a good one. Um, Stay safe. Enjoy this weather while we can. If all of my folks who are in North Carolina, because you know we're going to get some rain soon. To my Texas folks, hope y'all good. Um, to everybody else, y'all stay classy. Y'all take care.